economy has never been more necessary. As nations develop responses to the novel virus, the greatest lament has been a lack of data. The past year have revealed a lot of things about the reliance on data and the imperative to respond. Now, the proliferation of data is a byproduct of Industry 4.0 and the confluence of emerging technologies that are still in their infancy. With current challenges of data deluge, imagine how businesses will respond when AI becomes truly ubiquitous and more sophisticated. The third wave of AI, perception AI or deep learning, will pull in unstructured data from eyes, ears and a myriad of other senses for sure. And this is all about collecting data that has never been captured before. But how can data be leveraged successfully both on your developer side as well as a user side? So today with us, we have Suvik Sharma, Senior Director, Asia Pacific, MongoDB, world's leading modern and general purpose database platform. Hi, Suvik. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. And thank you, Priya, for having us on this uh, podcast. Likewise, it's a pleasure to have you on our podcast today, Sovig. So uh, let's start uh, with uh, with an interactive session. And um, we, we would like to know more about the company. So, you know, kindly brief us about the company, its specialization and the services that your company offers. Uh, sure, Priya. And uh, I'm hoping it's okay if I can just take a couple of minutes to set the context uh, because uh, that's very important to understand the value we bring to developers and organizations. Uh, I'm hoping definitely. That's yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, cool. Uh, so, you know, based on the interactions I've been having with a number of uh, tech leaders and CIOs in India and in the ASEAN region, uh, it is no longer a debate today that the success of any organization is tied to the digital transformation initiatives they're on, right? And what's also becoming clearer is the consumers and the customers' impression about organizations is, is also very closely tied uh, with their experience with the softwares and application. So Priya, if right now you look at your own mobile phone, there's going to be so many different apps out there, right? And your comfort with a particular organization to transact and interact and engage with them is also influenced to a large extent by the experience you're having with that software or that application. So. So what that really kind of ties down to is then the success is now closely linked to how well these uh, the organizations are building their software around their most critical asset, which is the data. Uh, in so many different conversations that I've had, there's a realization that's starting to build. And it's essentially around four things. Uh, the first is, you know, competition can come from anywhere. Uh, the competition, the biggest competition for the big production houses in Hollywood right now is not from the next big production house, but from Netflix. Uh, Zomato's uh, market cap, as we saw a couple of weeks ago, is actually higher than the combined market cap of the 20 listed uh, organizations in the hospitality space. And you know, fintech companies and uh, new banking companies are really changing the landscape in the financial services space. So what this comes down to in today's digital economy, you cannot really buy 
competitive advantage off the shelf. It has to be developed and built. And the implication of that is now your, your developer becomes, the, becomes a very core player in the success of your organization. So that kind of leads to the third realization, which is in order for organizations to compete and succeed, you need to take away or remove all obstacles from the developer's plate to enable them to build applications, capabilities, quicker, faster, better than their competition. And you need to be able to take away anything that's kind of putting what we call like a recurring tax on their ability to innovate. So essentially that, you know, that again becomes a very key thing in, in how organizations uh, think about leading and disrupting the space. And the last thing is with so much data that you referenced, the responsibility of organization increases many fold. And they actually now the stewards of the customer's data. So, you know, which really means that they have to do all this innovation, cater to all uh, uh, the new workloads, et cetera, but at the same time do it in a, uh, you know, they are also responsible for security and privacy of the customer data. And this is really where MongoDB helps, right? We are the industry's first and leading application data platform. And we were we built on a document model, which is actually a superset of all data models. And what that allows us to do is it allows our developers and customers to cater to all sorts of workloads, you know, transactional, operational, real-time analytics, mobile, uh, you know, full text search, all on a single platform through a single API. And what's even better is it's in a it's designed for a distributed architecture so you get you know scale and resiliency uh, out of that and it's delivered in a, a platform which uh, provides enterprise grade security across the three major public cloud allowing people to truly deploy multi cloud applications so you know as you can see right through a single API, single platform. Now the developer has a very lean, simple architecture to play with, and and to build and and and, and you know innovate very very quickly. And and that's really the value we bring uh, to our customers, and you know allow them to re uh, really succeed in their respective industries. That's quite interesting. Uh, so thank you for sharing uh, the context first and how MongoDB plays an uh, important uh, role in the entire industry of data, uh, data development, um, mm -hmm. and of course the end usage. Um, having said that, I think the world is changing faster than ever and um, creating exponentially more data. Um, it is leaving companies to continue experiencing uncertainty within their business. It's really important how you embrace uh, data. So I think many manufacturers uh, have pivoted their business approach uh, to adapt to this evolving market, but they still somehow struggle to gain a competitive advantage. 
Mm-hmm. Now here the experts suggest that you know you should start leveraging data and make sure that you're making the maximum use of your data and also the insights you harness from your data. So I believe data can tell us a vast amount about an organization's of strengths and weaknesses and mm-hmm. um as a business owner I feel uh, understanding your data could help also um, propel your business to success even in a very uncertain market. So right. we would want to know um uh, with what mission and objectives are uh, the company was set up and also if you can tell us about your journey since the inception of the company. Uh and and thank you so much for that question. And first of all, I do want to say Priya you've really hit the nail on the head, right? Uh in emphasizing the importance of data. Mm-hmm. And that is really you know the, the mission of uh, MongoDB. It's always been since our inception. and it continues to drive us even today which is we want to make it stunningly easy for organizations to work with data now that's a very simple statement but it's also a very deep statement right and it's a statement that we have lived through for the last 12 years so it's been a journey and i'll quickly spend a couple of minutes uh, you know highlighting how we have evolved and and we've kept true to that uh, to that mission right so uh, about 12 years ago our founders were uh, trying to build applications and were really held back by the rigidity and the structures of the legacy databases that were prevalent so in order to make it easier to work with data they zero down on the document model now the document model is a superset of all the other data models so you can represent key values graphs relational geospatial all those different data models very, very easily and intuitively in a document model but we were also very clear that we didn't want to be uh, you know just uh, catering to like niche use cases but really wanted to uh, be a general purpose database so uh, and a data platform so with that in mind uh, you know in 2015 we acquired a company called wire tiger which allowed us to make uh, you know which allowed us to kind of provide multi document concurrency uh, with uh, within the same uh, documents uh, and now that was really a first step to be able to provide asset capabilities across documents and cross shards you could always do provide asset capabilities within the same uh, document but this allowed us to you know broaden that use case from a user perspective what that meant is it allowed us to now fully cater to complete transactional workloads during that course of time we heard from our consumers uh, our customers and our developers that you know what we don't really want to manage the database and the data infrastructure we want to completely focus on innovation we want to completely focus on development and in 2016 we launched uh, mongodb atlas which is our you know which is the foundation of our application uh, data platform today uh, and and we saw massive adoption of that now what we also did is we wanted to allow customers and developers bring more and more workloads onto the same platform so not just the operational and transactional workloads but for what we also added was capabilities of doing full text search now in today's 
world, almost every application has a requirement for full text search. Uh, and, and that was a capability that we brought uh, within that platform. We also brought mobile capabilities to be able to handle workloads right from the edge to the backend server. Uh, we built real-time uh, uh, real analytics capabilities and visualization tools in that same platform. What we also provided was for data tiering. So, you know, when you're handling huge amount of data, uh, you some of those data may be like cold or warm data, and you may not want all that data to be in the highest storage tier. So the ability to offload that to a cloud object store, but yet at the same time, you know, gain insights both from the warm cold data and the hot data through a single federated query was again something very unique. And now last week, we also announced native time series data collection. So the whole idea was to continuously build more and more use cases, and that's how we evolved uh, post-2016. Underlying all of this is the ability to provide true multi-cloud capabilities. So we're not talking about building one application uh, you know, on one cloud and another application on another cloud, but actually the ability to distribute data within the single cluster across the different uh, uh, three major public cloud pro providers. Now, that brings, again, tremendous capabilities because it allows, uh, you know, either to meet any compliance requirements to have data in a certain geography or latency, improve latency by taking the data closer to the customer. So a lot, you know, so a lot of those reasons is why we are seeing that multi-cloud today is not just a buzzword, but something uh, you know that organizations are really leveraging. And then I talked about the importance of security. And we ensured we're providing all of this by providing enterprise-grade security, and we continue to innovate on that. So I just want to make sure I'm not getting too much into the weeds, but wanted to know if that's kind of a helpful overview of our journey uh, globally. Now, and then I can get into talking about some of the, uh, you know, uh, our journey within India, if that's okay for, with you. Yes, definitely you can, Sovig. Right. So I think uh, again, uh, when we think about uh, India, right, we're very, very excited about about the region, and it stems for a number of different indicators. First of all, you know, it, it is a very large, uh, you know, tech uh, savvy region. We've got a huge number of developers and and tech leaders uh, in the country. In fact. On our MongoDB uh, University, uh, we have about 1.5 million registrants, and 360k out of that are from the region. So it gives us, you know, uh, it tells us that uh, the excitement and adoption we are seeing uh, in the region. Apart from the developers, even the end customers now, today. Uh, we have over 1,300 customers in India, and that's grown from last year at 88% in terms of customer count. So we're seeing that, uh, you know, so that's again uh, showing us uh, very positive signs, and that's very reassuring for us. Uh, we've built a very good ecosystem here, and we've got deep relationships with major, all the major SIs, as well as uh, 
the, our three public cloud partners. Uh, so again, we've, we're very uh, excited about that, uh, about the momentum. I think in terms of where we are seeing real traction, uh, you know, we've been uh, a lot of companies that are driving the next generation of apps, whether it is in the ed tech space, gaming, fintech, logitech, health tech, we are seeing a lot of uh, traction and a lot of adoption of a platform uh, in that space. Uh, you know, for example, uh, you may have heard of Ludo King. Uh, they were uh, that uh, the organization, you know, is one of the leading uh, gaming companies in the country, uh, and and they've had to deal with massive scale challenges, uh, right? Especially when the lockdown also started. So they grew from like 150,000 simultaneous users to 1.5 million simultaneous users. I believe their total downloads is now a little over half a billion. And that's the kind of scale the platform was able to allow them to address very easily. Uh, again, we've got plenty of examples in the ed tech space, e-commerce, uh, and, and the fintech uh, spaces. The other interesting thing that we're seeing, and you, I think you mentioned it somewhere earlier, is around the adoption of AI. And we are seeing a number of startups uh, in the country that are using AI for variety of use cases, apart from what you would think, you know, like in the fintech space where there's a very natural fit uh, for AI. It's also being used for interesting use cases like detecting uh, fake news, for example. So the whole idea is to be able to, uh, you know, get insights very, very quickly from a large uh, volume of data and being able to, uh, you know, drive that to meaningful results. And uh, and the other part that uh, we're seeing and which is really also getting us very excited is it's not just the new age organizations. We're seeing some of the traditional enter large enterprises also now adopting uh, the platform and, and leveraging the platform in very meaningful ways. Uh, for example, a large automobile company uh, you know, is leveraging our platform for IoT uh, and connected cars use cases uh, to uh, insurance companies that are using us right from uh, you know customer facing app to even parts of the policy uh, approval processes so you know this whole uh, you know momentum and growth that we've seen in the digital natives early startups to the unicorns and sunicorns and right to the enterprises is what is making it very exciting to see how organizations are leveraging data today uh, in the country. Definitely, I think, um, uh, thank you for uh, guiding us um, about the journey of the company. And I think it was quite a journey. And yes, definitely, um, uh, it's it's very important uh, to uh, leverage uh, the power of data in today's world where everything everything around us is, is just about data. So uh, I think if, if I would want to uh, quote is data is equal to knowledge. So I think a good data provides um, indisputable evidence with anecdotal evidence, assumptions or uh, abstract observations 
information which might lead to wasted resources due to taking action based on some incorrect conclusion now here mm-hmm. data allows organizations to measure the effectiveness of a given strategy and mm-hmm. when strategies are put into place uh, to overcome a particular challenge or an issue collecting data uh, will help organizations to determine how well the solution is performing or whether mm-hmm. or not the approach that they have developed needs to be tweaked or can or has to be changed completely over the long term Mm-hmm. So, while we're talking about this, um, we would want to understand from you that how data has become uh, the key to building competitive advantage for most companies out there, and why that makes developers incredibly important. No, and I think, I think it's uh, absolutely true in today's digital economies, right? Like I'd mentioned earlier in the podcast, it, you know, the data is central to how. Uh, you can drive competitive differentiation in your respective uh, industry, right? And and that kind of brings down, uh, brings us to the importance of the of the quality of the data, of timely access and an easy way you should be able to access that data, be able to extract meaningful insights in near real time, and then being able to translate that to actionable uh, outcomes, right? And for that, it w- what is really, really central becomes the data and the data infrastructure. So if I, you know, if I just kind of step back and and start from and look at it from a consumer experience perspective, and and we can see now how uh, how the role of data plays in that. If if you pick up any app on your phone today what are some of your expectations out of that app right and i would wager that it would revolve around the fo- the, the following areas first and foremost you want that app to be very very responsive now what that means from a data standpoint is you need to be able to have access to the data very quickly closer to the customer so you need uh, to be uh, to meet those low latency requirements. The second piece of it is you need the data to be very relevant. So again, you know, if you have a if you have a structure that has inconsistent data or or stale data, you know, that may not be very useful to you as a as a consumer of of that application. Increasingly, we are seeing data, uh, you know, being consumed in a mobile-first environment, and what that means is that you want that application to be equally responsive, whether it's connected to the internet or whether it's an offline, uh, offline-first model. You're sharing so much data with the applications on uh, that you that you're using that you 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 want to feel safe that the data is secure and you also have control on on your own data and then we talked about ai ml essentially your expectation today from that application is that it has to be a smart application it has to be able to predict personalize what you want and for that you know uh, frameworks and methodologies like ai ml uh, uh, prove to be very useful, but they are also reliant on the quality of data and how easily it's able to you're able to extract information from the underlying uh, data infrastructure. And then you also want uh, your expectation as a user 
is that that application is constantly innovating and coming up with newer and newer features and capabilities that matter to you. So all of this, as you can see, in order to meet these expectations, the more important part is really to have a data infrastructure below that allows you to cater to all these needs in a very seamless and easy and quick fashion. And that really is you know, how the data and the data infrastructure platform today is really central to success of organizations. And we're seeing these examples across industries, right? If you, if you think about it, right, organizations, for example, you think in the travel space or your know, organizations like Uber, Ola are leveraging data in a in a major way, you'd look at the edtech edtech space and and organizations like Baiju's Vedantu today are are really leading the charge uh, again by leveraging the the data below to make that learning experience much better. And and the list can go on and on. You know, you can pick any industry today, and and if you look at what's really driving that competitive advantage, it, it comes down to how the, those organizations are leveraging the underlying data quickly, smart, in a more smarter fashion than their uh, competition. Definitely. I think you uh, very well highlighted the fact that uh, it's not just about having data, but also having a strong data management platform that can help you leverage the power of data and also harness the insights and then uh, uh, drive a data-driven culture in your organization. So um, earlier uh, you mentioned about um, uh, how uh, the company um, is um, uh, is playing a, a major role uh, in the Indian market as well. So I would also like to, uh, I, I, this one question that I would ask is, um, now if you consider India, um, India is, is quite data rich, I feel, with, yes. with such a huge population, I'm sure uh, the amount of data that is generated is humongous. Absolutely. But um, if you ask the right questions, uh, we can gain qualitative insights that can help further our development agenda. But mm -hmm. I feel a lot remains uh, wanting in the way that data is collected and currently presented. So mm -hmm. uh, having said that, uh, we would want to know that how can India leverage the power of data uh, to compete other powerful nations? And what is the role of MongoDB and how it can help uh, India achieve uh, that role? Sure. Like you rightly said, you know, this tremendous amount of data that is generated every day and collected, and even in India, uh, you know, is no, no exception. In fact, the amount of data that we collect uh, in India is huge across industries and all, right? If you think even starting with a number of initiatives by the government, uh, you know, and everyone's uh, Aadhaar information is is now uh, connected and it's being used for so many different use cases in terms of EKYC and 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 some of uh, you know uh, other applications today. When you when you apply for a policy, the whole approval process is now so much uh, more simpler. Uh, whether it's insurance, or general insurance, or car insurance, or or what you have, and this is all being driven by really being able to assimilate a lot of data and being able to get insights out of it. And even in the private sector, not just the government, but even in the private sector, we are seeing uh, organizations really leverage that data. My take would be that, you know, I don't really 
look at it from, okay, are we competing versus one nation or the other nation? What really excites me is the way Indian organizations, uh, both startups and the large enterprises today, are leveraging data for creating better and better consumer experiences. And that is allowing us to actually compete with the best in the world. So, you know, if I if I take, for example, uh, the edtech uh, space that we talked about, right? Uh, you look at the leaders in those space and how they have actually taken data, you know, and used uh, uh, frameworks like AI to really create a better wholesome learning experience. And what that has led to is then you get more and more learners on your platform. Eventually, you know, you grow to such a scale. So now you need a platform that allows you and supports that scale. And, and eventually you're competing with the best in the world. And I think that focus we've seen, you know, we've seen multiple examples, uh, you know, across industries. Uh, when you think about gaming, the scale that organizations are operating at, uh, you know, is, is something that we couldn't think of about a few years ago. And again, Indian companies are doing that because they have now have access to this huge amount of data and they're able to predict what would what their gamers would appreciate better and, and innovate and bring those capabilities faster than ever before they could. So, you know, that again allows them to compete uh, uh, with the very best. You think about fintech companies and and you know they're solving problems for uh, you know not just uh, the traditional banking uh, uh, ways or uh, lending ways, but newer and newer digital lending ways, and taking those capabilities not just to the urban population but to the tier two, tier three cities, uh, and being able to service that market like like never before. And again, that that was something that was not very, uh, that was a unthinkable some years ago. Uh, and and they're also building applications for very niche segments, right, that were not being catered uh, by, the, uh, by the traditional uh, banking and financial system. And they're able to do it today because they have access to data to quickly verify cre uh, the credit uh, ability uh, or the credit ratings of the, the individual. They're able to process those loans very quickly. And it all comes down because of the of how they're able to leverage that data. So if you if you really ask me, uh, you know, and then the examples in the retail space around that. So I could kind of almost pick every industry that we work with in the country right now and and have examples for each one of them on how they've leveraged that data being able to get that insights, being able to streamline their processes, make it easier for the consumers to work with, uh, to interact and transact with them, and thereby grown at to a scale where you know they're they're competing with uh, other world class uh, organizations. So it's very exciting to see all of that, and also it's exciting to see how now enterprises are are doing so. So we are working with a. 
uh, one of the top enterprises in the organization that's actually building a, a complete digital platform uh, for uh, for driving consumer-centric initiatives across not just one company, but different verticals in that enterprise. So, so all, all those things is something that really excites me more because I, you can see the impact of data on the lives of people. And, and for me, that, that is uh, really wonderful to see today. Yes, definitely. I completely agree with you, Suvek. I think uh, there's so much happening around and um, data, I think, is playing a very important uh, role and uh, how uh, it can also be um, uh, leveraged to make sure India as a country is is also having, it's developing its competitive advantage and not just organizations, but how India as a whole can leverage data and can compete with other powerful nations based on the power that data can give to us. Um since you gave us a, a brief idea and uh, a comprehensive insight on how um, uh, data is useful and uh, for developers as well and how they can uh, uh, create an impact in the organization. Uh, I think uh, developers uh, today are looking for an environment uh, that supports entrepreneurship. It's the ability for them to work on their own projects during work hours. And I think uh, because of COVID-19, it is quite to some extent possible. And yeah. developers are naturally very curious and allowing them to work on their own projects can help your company directly as well. Now, yeah. for example, WeChat, it was a product built by an early employee attendant who pitched the idea to his executives. And that's mm -hmm. how we have WeChat today. Um, yeah. But this was just one aspect that, that I focused on, on what developers need. Uh, yeah. We would like to know from you that what do you believe uh, developers are looking for? And how does your company or MongoDB platform strives to achieve this for the developers? Sure. Uh, and, you know, like I mentioned earlier uh, in the podcast, the developer community is something that's very close to our heart from day one. And everything that we build, including all the recent announcements that we made uh, last week, uh, is keeping that in mind. How do we make it easier and easier for developers to develop applications and leverage data? That's, you know, that's at the very core for uh, for us. Uh, if you think uh, about from a developer's perspective, what they want to really be doing, and this is based on our interactions with the developer community, is they want to be focusing on building the next cool capability in their app or the next cool app uh, that can disrupt or make an impact in their respective industries. That's the focus for them. They do not want to be bogged down by undifferentiated work. They do not want to be bogged down by managing the database infrastructure that that is required. So this is this is really you know something that organizations need to understand is how do I remove all the impediments that are in the that are coming in the way of helping my developers innovate? And this is not like a one-time thing. You know, if you don't remove those obstacles, it becomes like a recurring tax uh, on innovation uh, for those uh, for the developers. Uh, so, what I mean by that is, you know, you could you could have a choice, right? So, a developers may want to be working on an application that caters to a variety of different workloads because today data is coming from all sorts of sources, 
all different formats, all different, uh, you know, you need to cater to different data models out there. So if you think about it, you know, you may have a developer working on an application that may need uh, mobile capabilities or that may need full text search capabilities. Now, as a developer, you could possibly pick different tech stacks for each one of those, uh, uh, you know, niche tech stacks for each one of those use cases. But then that becomes an impediment because now you have to learn the nuances of the application working with all those different uh, pieces of technology, right? And tomorrow when you have to scale, uh, you, you, you again have to have those considerations because then each part of those tech uh, technologies have to scale. The other thing what it does is if the more pieces and the more uh, different things that you have to contend with in that architecture, uh, the more chances of having inconsistent data or stale data increases. So now, you know, think about an environment where the developer needs to kind of, you know, think about full text search, think about mobile, think about real-time analytics, uh, think about uh, graph uh, uh, connections. And then, you know, they're kind of dealing with all these myriad of different technologies that is allowing them to address each one of those spaces. And that can be very daunting for the developers. So actually what the what really works for them is uh, you know how you can simplify that architecture, how you can allow them to focus on the application code without worrying of uh, of the backend. And if you can do that by leveraging uh, you know the data platform uh, underneath that allows them to work on all these different multiple workloads through a very simple uh, you know single API and they're now not worried about uh, the underlying stacks and they're working with whatever programming language they're comfortable with, that makes their lives so much easier and allows them to innovate faster uh, than, than before. And that is really what you know we're focused on doing. And, and if you think about some of the announcements we made last week, for example, bringing out time series collection natively in the same uh, database where you have the enterprise data, again uh, you know is allows them to work on more workloads on the same platform so you know those are uh, those are the things that i believe that matter uh, to the developers today and as organizations you know this is the team that will help drive your competitive differentiation so it's very important to focus on enabling them to innovate faster than ever before Oh, very well said, Suvig. Uh, I think developers uh, do play a very important uh, role, uh, and uh, it's it's that data and developers go hand in hand. So even if you have data, but you, if you don't have developers who are skilled enough and who can help you uh, derive valuable insights from the data, I think there's there's no use of uh, the data that you have. So mm -hmm. I guess developers, the role of uh, developers is getting increasingly important in today's modern and cutting edge cutting edge world. Definitely. Um, now, in addition to um, so yes, we of course we both know that how important data is, but I guess uh, a lot of organizations are still underscoring the importance of data. And again, in addition to that, uh, to drop contingency plans and strategize the recovery, it has had another effect. 
So it's put yeah. it's put the spotlight on our uh, business inefficient data operations, our uh, fragmented access control, and yeah. somewhat uh, ad hoc nature of data protection as well. Now yeah. the parallel data co issue is compounded by the fact that uh, most businesses still haven't bought into the benefits of a solid data culture in which business decisions are made. based mm-hmm. on data now for example earlier we used to rely on a gut and instincts or mm-hmm. probably the industry experience a person has but mm-hmm. this is not to sh- not to like all this is not just to make to uh, to put uh, a negative effect on how companies are performing today but it is just mm-hmm. to highlight how data management is becoming uh, um, important and it is evolving as a beast um mm-hmm. having said that we would want to know uh, what challenges uh, have you faced um, uh, till date and so i'll be combining two questions together and that would be the challenges that you have faced and what would you think uh, is the future of data and also the role of mongodb in the future sure so i think those are two different things so i'll kind of uh, try to address them uh, definitely yeah. Right? yeah uh so when when you think about the role of data i think we've uh, you know this whole uh, discussions that we've been having has been emphasizing that r- role of the data right so if you the the way organizations leverage data can be very different right so the starting point is you want to leverage data to make the right business decisions uh and that is you know if you're not doing that and i don't think you can really create that differentiation in your respective uh Uh, industry if you choose to ignore the value of the insights that the data is able to provide you right importantly the other end of that spectrum is organizations are actually leveraging data not just to improve efficiencies uh, in certain processes or proactively you know know when certain processes may uh, you know there may be a disruption and take some actions on that but actually use that data to identify newer and newer business uh, op- opportunities so it's having um, a massive massive impact uh, right for for organizations that are really doing this uh, in, in in the right manner and and for for that aspect really you know there is no longer a debate on you know what is really driving competitive advantage for organizations those competitive advantage you know is absolutely linked to the digital uh, transformation initiatives that you're on and what really that boils down to is how well you can leverage your most critical asset and that is the data uh, that you have about your partners your ecosystem and your customers uh you know there is really no uh i i don't think there's any uh debate left uh, on that at this point in time uh to your second question of what today as as a leader in 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 india that i would think is my biggest challenge uh my biggest challenge would be that you know the rate of adoption that we're seeing in, in the country is very very exciting so i'm i'm uh the whole idea of how fast we can scale as a team and we've been growing really fast we've been almost doubling uh our headcounts every year uh but how fast can we scale to make sure that we are participating in as many conversations with customers with developers uh to be able to 
you know, uh, help them drive their competitive advantage by leveraging data. That to me right now is the uh, is our biggest challenge and, and we're working very hard on that aspect. Right, I think um, uh, when we're talking about um, data and specifically when you're talking about data in India, I think there are a lot of things that uh, we need to overcome and that I had mentioned earlier in the podcast that how data is collected and how data is presented are some of the prime uh, challenges that we are facing today. Uh, yeah. But I guess but over time, uh, we uh, we are rest assured that uh, companies uh, like MongoDB and uh, who are providing a strong data management platforms can help in overcoming these challenges and make sure that uh, we have a consistent usage of uh, data and that can help in in, uh, developing competitive advantage. So um, the, the full promise of, of your data economy might seem uh, like a stuff in, in a science fiction today, but um, in time we will look back and identify certain moments uh, that took the data economy to new heights. And I believe coronavirus uh, can be uh, one of them by making us a stronger and a more informed society, uh, stemming from the realization that we need to improve how we apply data management technologies to probably even solve such global crisis. So thank you so much, Sovig. It was a pleasure having you with us today. Uh, it was quite insightful and thank you for letting us know uh, how a data can be leveraged or what is the importance of data and how developers also play a very important role in the entire data management system. So thank you so much. It was quite an insightful one, Sovig. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yes, thank you so much. So for our listeners, stay tuned for a Mosit podcast. Uh, you can check uh, our podcast on Spotify, SoundCloud and Google Podcast. And also we are coming up with Mosit Insightful Podcast. So stay tuned. Thank you so much. Thank you.